everyone. Welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Pastor Sergio Delamora, and I've been talking with a great friend, Bryce Manderfield, the leader of Solucionist Movement. Uh, he reaches next-gen leaders all through Latin America, now throughout the United States. And you're going to jump into a conversation that we were having. And wow, what a conversation about vulnerability and also about leading next generation. I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm learning in this process that there is a, a sacred moment that God will give you if you'll enter into his timing. It's those little reminders to me that God says, Sergio, I'm thinking about you more than you think. Because when you're in the waiting room, right, right. it gets real quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so I think it's real important to honor like That's good. the hand of God. I love what you're just talking about, how like true spirituality is not running quickly, mm. but it is about running with patience, run with patience. It almost sounds like an oxymoron, Yeah. but just to run from that place of peace. I think in my life, I've tied so often my identity to what I do. What does that mean? So days where I don't feel like I'm running quickly. I feel less about myself or less successful. Um, instead of understanding that true biblical success is more about being than doing and that I don't need the affirmation of a successful ministry or successful works or great works to affirm what God already spoke about. And so I, I feel like it's like that that racetrack type yeah like and it just goes in circles and circles and the more i do the less uh almost it's almost like the, the less or the worse i feel about myself and it's just i'm 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 after something that i don't think i'll ever reach and it's a joy that's only found in jesus and so i think that's my life story is um yeah, base my identity on the work that's been done for me instead of trying to working for an identity that I'll, that I'll honestly never, never reach, never truly reach. And how to run patiently. Yeah, that's that's easier said than done. Yeah, waiting on the Lord. And I think now more than ever, because of COVID, God has put the pause on everyone. And he wants to see who is still going to seek me? Who's still going to run after me? Who is still going to pursue me as if though I still hold the keys? Because the reality is, unless sometimes we feel like if there isn't movement, we don't have progress. But, you know, I see that post all the time on Instagram that God is still working even when you're not. And it's true. Like, God had to teach me, Sergio, even while you're sleeping, I'm working on things. I don't sleep and I don't slumber. And I used to think, well, God just you know, doesn't sleep. But what he's telling me is that I don't sleep and slumber over your destiny, over your heart, and over your future. 
So don't stress. Like, Sergio, totally trust me. Totally lean on me. Totally surrender to me. And watch me do it. Then you can get the credit, but I'll get the glory. (laughs) It's like God showed me this example. Like, Sergio, people are always going to want to honor you because of the gift that I've given you. Um, Take the flower when they give it to you. And take the flower from this person. Take the flower from that person. But at the end of the day, give me back the bouquet. Give me back the bouquet. Take all the flowers that people give you when they admire you. Man, this is what you said was great. I'm glad you ministered to me here. Sergio, don't don't deny it. You know, receive what they say. Because it's me loving you. Just make sure at the end of the day, don't keep the bouquet. Take the bouquet and give it to me because the glory is mine. Like I've just been obsessed with the glory of God. Like Sergio, I want God to have the glory. I want him to have the glory in my story. Like I don't want to have a story that I've crafted. I had to give God the pen and I had to say, God, this is your story. I can't finish this. There is no way I can fabricate a story at the end of this. Like, I don't know how to finish this story. Like, it was the hardest thing for me because I'm a visionary and a futurist. I had to teach, God had to teach me like, Sergio, just give me the pen. And I remember one night I just broke and wept. Like, I don't know how to finish this story. Like, I don't know. How, I don't know what angle to go from. I don't. I can't dream myself out of this. I can't vision myself out of this. I can't come up with a, with 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 some form or fashion of narrative that I can come and say, God, like, what do I do? And I remember him telling me, "You're not supposed to finish it. Its story belongs to me now." Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you're talking, I just think of and I've always thought this about you is so Moses in the Bible, Moses for me, has got to be, you know, top five leaders of, of the Bible, you know, like Moses's leadership throughout his life. And I think of Moses when he said, show me your glory, mm. you know, in other passages it says, look, you know, without your presence, I will not go. And, um, I've always, admire that about you because you've always sought presence over people, presence over pulpit, uh, presence over clout, presence over anything. And it's something that's always just shined, you know, in everything that we do. And I always remember a mentor of mine once told me, he said, Bryce, people can promote you, but only God can give you success. Mm. And how many, I mean, how many of us have been in that place where we might have a name, we might have been promoted, but just because you're in a public space doesn't mean you're having success before God. I know uh, um, my dad always taught me that my first ministry as a pastor is to minister before the Lord, Hmm. before you minister to the people. So whenever I have a growing ministry, but a declining relationship with Jesus, that's a very dangerous place to be. And so I think I've, I've seen it throughout your life. It's just like Moses. He had all like the team leadership, ability, heart. He had hard skills. He had soft skills. He had, but he's, he knew 
that the boss had needs and knew he, he knew the boss's needs of God, I, I need to please you. God, show me your glory. God, give me your presence. I mean, what a quality. Yeah, when in this process, I've had to learn again that God is more interested in my character than my charisma. Mm. That God is more interested in developing my character than he is um, my image, my platform. And... In the Old Testament, it's very easy to read the Old Testament and hear how God punished people. And the other day I was reading in my Bible how the Bible says God punished X leader. And the Holy Spirit told me, he doesn't punish anymore, Sergio, because I was starting to cry. Like, God, don't punish me. And the Holy Spirit said, I don't punish. Christ was already punished for you. I now discipline, though. And it was a beautiful revelation of God that, Sergio, I don't punish, but I do discipline. And if you'll embrace discipline as an opportunity for you to become more like me, then, Sergio, we can do life together. And that's, in this process, I had to learn that from God. Like, Sergio, I'm more interested in doing life with you. So do life with me. Spend time with me. Like, I want you back. Like, so I've taken you away from like ministry duties because I'm jealous of you. I want to be with you. I first saw it as punishment. Like, ah, oh, you're punishing me. This is lousy. This is horrible. And he said, no, Sergio, I'm bringing you close to me because I want to be with you. You know, something I was thinking about is like how little of what I do publicly is really success before God. Yeah. You know, to, to accept that and to know that my standing, my success before the Lord is, it's a lot happens behind closed doors. Bible talks about you know, close, close the door, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like that secret place. And, and if I could speak it like as a next gen leader, it's just like, especially today, like what does it mean to be, you know, a spiritual leader and we're, we're out here trying to be all hip and trying to be kind of all everything. And, what I love about this, I'll just say this, is what I love about this journey that we're seeing with Pastor Sergio in this season is we all have, like we can we can fake an appearance, but we all have issues as pastors, as leaders, and kind of everything. And this journey of vulnerability, and I know the discussions you and I have had, and I'm opening up with you and all these things that I'm kind of going through it's like i believe that's pleasing to the lord because it's not this public success but it's just this vulnerability and 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 again very little of what i do in public is really what pleases the lord like he's he's after our heart yeah what you're talking about and our character and i remember a mentor a long time ago he, he, he talked about the difference of public ministry and private healing. And he said, Bryce, there's one thing I could ever recommend as you counsel you is your so private healing or inner healing is more important than public success. And I think the idea of me as next gen leaders today and what we want to do, what we want to grow, we want to get out there of like every day when I wake up, how can Bryce heal today? Like I can I can fake an image 
But what if I let God edit my character? Wow. What, what, if, wow. what if today Bryce could be more loving? What if today Bryce could be, you know, less prideful? What if today Bryce could do that? Like, is, is the, isn't that the real success? Like the hard kind of stuff. And so, man, what a, what, what a challenge it is, I think, for us to just get out of this wheel of just seeking something that maybe it's not even that important and let God really finish the story. It's true. We, we were with a friend today and he told us that, remember he said, success is what people, what inspires people, but your scars is what ministers to people. Hmm. And <laughs> right. man, like success was big. Third fastest growing church in America. He lets go people preaching in English and Spanish all around the world. And I always thought, you know, Lord, not only do I want you to be glorified in my success, but let people get inspired. And you know what I found out? I don't know if it was like this with you, but people oftentimes didn't get so much inspired as much as they got intimidated. Right. You know, you became less human to people. I remember my kids told me, Dad, what we love about you right now, you're human. I said, what do you mean I'm human? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, Dad, you are not human. You were superhuman. You were not human to us. Everything about you was big, was large, was so beyond. And now you're our dad. And when we talk to you, we feel like we're talking to you. And wow, I'm sitting there like, God, where have I been all these years? And he said, and that's what that statement our friend made about scars versus our stars, right? And I realize it's true. We have scars on our body. We really don't want to talk about them. We cover them up because we're kind of shy of them. But I believe in this generation, everyone who's gone through COVID and experienced loss, you know, deaths of family members, they couldn't even go and celebrate their life because the hospital wouldn't let them. Imagine how many people in this era right now they're, they're probably more drawn to the scars in our life than they are the stars. And I think more than ever, this next generation wants to know, tell me about your pain, not just about your progress. Restoration is a key. And you said something, Bryce, that I want to pick up in our next episode. I want to talk about the healed leader. Because I don't think we hear enough about the healed leader. And I think if we can talk about that, we can help a lot of people. You've been listening to the podcast, The Road to Restoration with Pastor Sergio Delamora and with Pastor Bryce Manderfield, who is the leader of Soluciones Movement that ministers literally to all of Latin America now throughout the United States to Next Gen Leaders. Bryce, thanks for being on the broadcast with me today. And I can't well, I cannot wait to our next episode. Thanks for listening to The Road to Restoration. God bless you.